This week's Blank Slate is brought to you by Audible.com. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash Blank Slate. You guessed it. You know what it is. You know the deal. You've been listening to this for a while for your free 30-day free trial, your free audiobook download, and all the other goodies that come with being a part of of Audible and being an Audible member and getting all of those sweet, sweet audiobooks at your fingertips into your ear holes because ears don't have tips. They have tips on the round the outside, but they don't have tips on the inside where it counts. This week's episode, wrapping up the NBA. There's some great basketball books on Audible. There's How to Dunk by Arnold Lopez. Learn how to dunk. Strategies to drastically increase your vertical jump. I... It's short. It's 19 minutes. 19 minutes. It teaches you how to dunk. What what a secret this must be. Mostly, the thing that I'm looking at right now is I May Be Wrong, But I Doubt It by Charles Barkley, edited by Michael Wilbon, actually narrated by Charles Barkley. Get that for free. Do that. AudibleTrial.com slash blank slate right now. Take it that for free and a free 30 day free trial and yada, yada, yada. All the other books, they have over hundreds, uh, 200,000 books by now, probably. Get that book. Get a book narrated by Charles Barkley. Do it. Do it right now. And without any further ado, the, the show. Welcome to the Blank Slate and thanks for pushing play. I'm your host, Chris Mullet, uh, flying solo on the host front today. Well, kind of. Rich isn't here to join me because uh, Rich really isn't too familiar with the subject we're talking about, at least this season anyway. The moratorium on Swabble's Squad Network shows is over. We are here to talk the National Basketball Association. Over Skype, I have your unofficial third host of the Blank Slate, basketball aficionado Tony Colt. Gentlemen. And the other gentleman on the horn is Swaggle Squad member and podcast veteran. Not in a lot of blank slates, though, although he does know his R. Kelly, Topak. Hello! Are you both doing good? Everything okay? Very good. Very, good. very good. Uh, enjoyed watching uh, the finals. Good. I'm glad somebody did. So, <laughs> just a big disclaimer here. I... A lot of this, I, I kind of made the joke in our little uh, our text earlier that uh, I'm kind of just going to be the moderator. Uh, I, I, I will have things to say at certain points, but I'm going to try to keep my emotions out of this as, okay. best, as best as possible. Good luck. Thank you. It's not going to it's not going to go very well. Uh, Tony already said uh, 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 enjoyed the finals. Uh, of course, which ended, what, are we a week? Less than a week, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Thursday. Last Tuesday. No, last Tuesday. Tuesday night. Yeah, because Game 7 would have been Friday. That's had it right. Happened. That's right. Had it happened. <laughs> so did I fucking said it, man. Had it been even close to necessary. Had it happened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, Tony already said, thoroughly enjoyed it. General thoughts of the finals and what we saw. Uh, it was an exciting finals. Probably the worst basketball I've ever seen in a finals. 
Uh, what was it? You had a specific text. I was like, that was the best, worst, worst, best, best, worst, 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 best, best game I think I've ever seen. About <laughs> was it game three, was it, I think? I was going to say it was either game two or game three. I'm pretty sure it was game three. I want to say it was game. I basically did the Contra code, but instead of like up, down, <laughs> just worst, best. Yeah, that game, uh, there's a phrase, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say who it comes from because I don't want to get a penalty on this show, but uh, there were some bowling shoe ugly games in terms of proficient basketball. But I, I, it, it was, at points, it was the, it was like a Heat Knicks mid-90s series. It was just filthy. And not like the cool slang filthy. It was just like, Ew! Yeah, it was just bad field goal attempts, stifling defense, ball denial, uh, clanging threes from from everybody, um, including Steph Curry when he still had the concussion symptoms. Um, so it was nice that he stopped having those um, and then had three great games at the end. That's one opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what are other opinions? Uh uh, Why don't we have a frank discussion, Molly? Come on. I don't think it's fair for you to hem yourself in and say that you're going to try to remain neutral. You're oh, a no, fan. I'm very, I'm very much not going to. I'm not, I'm not you're going to. You're a fan? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, concussion symptoms. Okay. Maybe he just played like shit for a couple games. That, that, that's that's the reason. Maybe, maybe the pressure got to him a little bit, and he kind of sucked a couple games. That's also possible. How many games, how many games did he really suck, though? Two and a half. <laughs> really okay really it's 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 game two where he shot five for 23 including two for 15 from three right that was really like his terrible game even in game three which they lost he was seven out of 13 from three shot 50 percent scored 27 points well that was the game that was the game we were up 20 in the second half and they came back and we barely won it and he, yeah. he went nuts that second half which was we had discussed when I was in Chicago when we when it was very close to the series being official, and we you know we I was realistic this entire time. Of course, we took a lead and got my hopes up, but that that's what happens. Yeah, it wouldn't be Cleveland if it was any other way. There wouldn't be Cleveland if hopes were raised at a certain a certain extent. Uh, but you know we knew going in, or I knew going in that it was going to be an uphill battle that we probably weren't going to win. And I'm I, I like the Warriors. They're they're a very good team. I have certain feelings about certain players that I don't necessarily like anymore. But Ooh, which players? We'll get there. But the the <laughs> oh. thing I wanted to say was, I really hope that everyone can experience what I experienced over this final, and that the Golden State Warriors are the worst team to play against if you are the other team. And I don't mean just from like a skill standpoint, but you never feel fucking safe. And there's nothing more demoralizing than like just every three going in. It's like every time it's like, well, that one's not going to go in. And then we're still going to be up five. No, now we're only up two. <laughs> like, we can come back from this lead. We're only down eight. Uh, we're down 11. Like, <laughs> right. It's well, just, it's just so it's so hard to watch. Well, right. But that's what makes them a historically great team, right? Is oh, that they're so like freakishly potent. Absolutely. And the, I think that's what I'm on. It was like the potency of it. Like, I didn't mean like it's so hard to, to play them because, of course, it's fucking a stupid statement. They're like probably one of the five best regular season teams ever. But in, in that specific case, like the 20 point uh, lead we had in game three that I was talking about, 
I was like kicking my feet up, doing stupid Ohio shit. And I was like, <laughs> good. And then next thing you know, five shots later, it's a game again. Exactly. And it just, you know, it just, it just sucks to watch <laughs> if you're, if you're the other team. Um, well, we are what a couple of minutes in and no one has said the words LeBron James. Yeah, um, let's talk about LeBron. Okay. So really, really briefly, really briefly, because these numbers need to be said out loud. Damn right. They do. I'm just going to read you his game logs. 44, eight and six. 39, 16, and 11, 40, 12, and 8, 20, 12, and 8, 40, 14, and 11, 32, 18, and 9. So averaging 46 minutes a game, that's 36, 13, and 9. <laughs> but shooting, shooting 40% from the field and 31% from three. Which was an improvement. <laughs> and 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 three and a half turnovers a game. I felt like it should have been more. Um, that's really good. For, yeah, it's, that's really good, actually. Yeah, him. I know. For the usage rate, that's actually a pretty low turnover rate, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I said it as a, as a joke on my Facebook post, but he still should have been MVP, right? I don't think that's a joke. I think he should have been. He should have been the fucking MVP. What, what, uh, I can't believe I'm about to make this reference, and I, this is the one reason I wanted Augie on the show. What bullshit hockey playoff was there, like, in the past, like, 10 years where they gave, like, the losing goalie the MVP? Because he stopped, like, 40 fucking pucks a game or something. Like, if hockey can do it, basketball can do it. They've only done it one other time. When Jerry was Jerry West, and he put up, right. he put up numbers that weren't even close to LeBron's. They're, I mean, they were close, but they weren't as good as LeBron's. No. I feel like if it went to, if it went to Game Seven, he would have won it. But it's hard to give it to him when you lose two to four. As good as he played, as great as he played, you just can't give it to him for going two and four. Oh wait, the fact that Steph Curry got no votes is what pisses me off. I think he should have won it over uh, over Iggy. Yeah, I, I I thought they were just going to go the superstar move, like they sometimes tend to do, and just go Curry just because of how good he was in the, in the last couple games but uh I, I so it didn't go seven games you mean we didn't win game one because we didn't get a call before before overtime that didn't happen i dreamt that that's right okay just checking <laughs> you also basically got shut out in overtime well yeah that happened too but we should have been in overtime can we talk about lebron not getting any superstar superstar calls um you know what I felt like they were letting Golden State be a little more physical, and I felt like a lot of that was a function of Cleveland just being so much bigger. So, like, Mozgov just got manhandled he every got time him. he went to the rim, I and s- they didn't call anything on Draymond. And the same <laughs> thing happened with Braun. It was like, it was like Draymond is, like, draped all over Braun, and, you know, he finishes, and there's no call. So... I mean, I certainly agree. It seems like LeBron was uh, being uh, treated roughly and was not getting the call. Draymond Green. Oh, what a motherfucking like. titty sucking two ball <laughs> bitch! <laughs> Have you seen the video of him at the uh, parade? No, I. Oh yeah, Topia. The first thing, fucking 
I had required viewing to the Golden State Parade. <laughs> I kind of missed that one, but please. DVR'd it. Please tell me. I went, I'll find the quote. Well, you won't want to hear the quote, but he just, he's pissed out of his mind, drunk as fuck, in <sighs> the middle of the day, just being a fucking dick. And he just, I mean, it ends to bury the lead. It ends with him being like, the Cavs suck. Uh, because, you know, why, why not rub it in their face? Great. Uh, I, I am so excited in 10 years when LeBron James is worth $2 billion and Draymond Green is fat and on the Knicks. <laughs> Mark my words right now. I'm turning into somebody I didn't want to turn into. Mark my words. <laughs> that counts. I'll take the penalty in a second, but I'm finishing my goddamn point. He is going to be so fat and so Nicky. It's going to be insane. It's certainly possible. I mean, it's clearly possible, but such a fat Nick. <laughs> he was also like an irreplaceable starter on a championship team. And like you were saying, one of the best teams ever in the regular season. Like there's some evidence this guy's actually like a really good smart basketball player. In spite of, you know, the fact that he might be like a dick and an agitator, like he's clearly a really good player. I think this is the first time I've ever, like, done the backwards, like, race-wise. He's the black Bill Lambeer. <laughs> like, normally it's like, oh, he's the white something in basketball. He's the black Bill Lambeer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You might oh. be right about that, yeah. And his commercial sucks. Oh, the Beats one? Oh, my God. I almost threw away my Beats because of that commercial. I'm sorry. Well, where, I, where were we? <laughs> Tope, go ahead. No, if you, if, you, if you want to move on to the uh, free agency or just like what's going forward, if, uh, we're being both. Draymond Green, yeah. restricted free agent, who's going to pay him all that money? I mean, Golden State has to, right? Who makes I more think... money, Green or uh, Tristan Thompson? Uh, you mean who's going to get more money or who currently makes more money? Who's going to, who, in their next contracts, because they're both restricted free agents, who's going to get a bigger deal? I'm going to be I'm gonna be biased, but I think Tristan deserves more money just because of, nah, that's not true. I, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even. I would say that, I would say that if you'd asked me before the finals, or before like most of the playoffs, it would have been Draymond, but I think Tristan did enough to kind of almost pull even with Draymond Green because of how fantastic he was by force, having to be the second best player on that team and living up to his end of the bargain. Uh, he sort of lived up to it. He sort of lived up to it. What would you say he didn't live up to? Um, well, he certainly didn't carry much of a scoring burden. And I know oh. that that's not what they ask him for. But yeah. if, you know, but if you're going to be the second best player on a team and they lose their two scorers, I mean, let's see. He, uh, he averaged 10 a game in the playoffs. And yet, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In the finals, a couple of those later games, he, he it was really counter because there was a couple other games he had like two points. Uh, yeah, th actually, the first two games he had two points. Yeah. Um, in yeah, oh yeah, actually, he had his best games in those last three. Yeah, which were more or less kind of garbage time. Yeah. He was, I mean, I don't know. Is 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 he as important to? Cleveland as Draymond is to Golden State? I would say he was as important to that team. Now, when the team is fully healthy, he's still very important because 
God knows every not God knows the other five guys on the bench that were fucking hurt aren't going to do what he did. Well, is- well, wait though, because I think the Tristan Thompson question also uh, depends very heavily on the answer to the Kevin Love question, and I'd like Tope to address what he thinks will happen in that scenario. I think he opts out, and then I think he signs a two-year deal with the player option in the second year. And he stays. I think there's literally zero percent chance he leaves. Because if he leaves, he's. I mean, it's not going to be worse than LeBron, but he is a billion times worse just because of how many times it's been. Like, no, guys, I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. Yeah. You know, I might stay. If he, okay. And then if, if he leaves, if he leaves, he's all about the money. <laughs> because, well, I don't know. Because I don't think can can we pay him more than anybody? Yes. Okay. But still, yeah. he's, he's, not, I, I meant that backwards. He's not about the money. He's about what he was in Minnesota, which is just being a stack guy on one of those shitty teams that would be able to pay him, probably. But it, it, it you know, it depends. Cause you could, you could say the same thing about Chris Bosch, and Chris Bosch did a pretty good job on the Heat last year, despite the fact of, you know, his kidneys being lacerated, like, no, with the kidneys, I get confused with him and Zoe. <laughs> it's just me uh, taking chip, cheap shots at Rich while he's not here. It was his lung. Lung, whatever. You know, the, yeah. the internal organs and, and heat power forwards and centers, they're always all messed up. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I, I do think that we're going to make uh, the Brooklyn Nets look like the fucking Oakland, Oakland Athletics when it comes to fucking paying a, a salary. <laughs> Because we're going to be, like, way, way, way over the luxury tax. Yeah, yeah you got to pay everybody. I mean... We're, we're, there's going to be one or two that slip through. We're not going to re-sign J.R. Smith, probably. I just... Which... Uh, and that's my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> J.R. is so fun. As a fan, it's like, oh, my God. You I, never know what's going to happen with J.R. I can imagine if he doesn't have your team's jersey on, he's a blast. No, but there was that one game where he made like 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 five threes in a row, and it was just like it was electric. You're just like, oh my god, Jr. And then and then you knew what the next six six or seven were gonna be. <laughs> Shot clock violations. Yeah, which game was it? Oh no, yeah, it was game. It was game five, right? So he like made his first four threes, mm-hmm. and then uh, he ended up shooting four for fourteen. And just, but oh, then at the fucking end of game he six, he just kept jacking him up. And yeah. then at the end of and game, game six, six he just starts <laughs> nailing him. He kept us in it. I was yeah. like, oh my god, he. I, I've never swore at a player that was on my team so much in my entire life, and I knew it was going to happen from the fucking trade in the entire season. Anytime we talked about it, I was like, you know what? I was shitting on that J.R. Smith trade, but I think it's going to work out okay. Well, Jr. wasn't meant to play 34 minutes a game in the finals. When no, they traded for him. No. I mean, that was clearly not supposed to happen. Uh, all right, it's a point where I have to ask this question before we get into the free agency stuff. Uh, healthy, or at the very least, with Kyrie, any difference? Or do we? Does it go to a game seven? Do you, what do you see, if anything, differently? Because to be honest, I hate to say this. I don't see much different beyond besides the fact of Steph Curry maybe not getting 
maybe not having as bad of games because Delhi did a really good job on him. I don't think Kyrie would have been able to do that because Kyrie is Kyrie. Even though he did a good job in game one, fucking with half a leg, you know, I still think it's the same result. You think it's still a six game series? Yes. I think, I think those last two games were much closer than what they ended up being. Cause the last two games we lost both of them by what, between like 15 and 20 points, I think. Um, the last game was eight. The margins of victory were eight, 21, 13 and eight. Right. I, I think a couple of those, those two bigger games would have been a lot closer just because of a second option of consistent scoring. But like you say, the defense would have been way, way worse though. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's why yeah. I think it balances out. Although, you know, the same token, it forces somebody on Golden State to work harder at the other end because they have to stop Kyrie. It's not like, you know, you can just sag off Shumpert and, you know, hang out if you're Steph Curry. You know, and it's a you lot know, more. You're having to chase that guy. Yeah. And you know who was – we haven't even talked about who was terrible in the finals? Clay Thompson. Yeah. he was. I mean, that's – you don't even need to talk about him. Like I totally, yeah. forgot, I totally forgot about him for the last like three games. Yeah, had, like what was it the, the the one game that Curry was shit? Game two, he yeah, had it was a game, game two. Yeah. He like basically kept them in it. Yeah, and then he was shite the rest of the time. Yeah, he went he went quiet. He went quiet. But I mean, I think that's fine though because on the whole, he you know he's he sort of didn't have to be a superstar. I mean. When he also, like, he got in foul trouble, like, every fucking game. <laughs> so bad at that. He's yeah. just like, oh, I have four fouls in the second quarter. Let me reach in. Let me see if they're going to call. Oh, they called it. Okay, I'll go to the bench. It could have been It could have been the 47 dumb fouls J.R. Smith committed in one game. <laughs> Never seen a fan base so happy to see someone foul out. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, was, I was so happy. Despite the fact that he almost cost us that fucking game, I was so happy. Um, yeah, I, I I just wanted to see if you guys had felt Tope, you trying to feel the same way? So I don't know if he answered that. I feel like I feel like it was a seven because LeBron's gonna win you at least one game in every series just by himself. I think Kyrie's good enough to get you close enough. So I would probably say it goes to seven and then the Warriors win in seven. I just hate we lost two at home. Like I, I know at that point from when we won game two, uh, that was what was going to happen because it's just bound to because there's no way we're going to win two at Oracle. Well, I mean, you almost won two at Oracle. Well, again, thank you for bringing up game one didn't happen. OK, I mean, you got it to overtime and then in overtime, the knee explodes and uh <laughs> I'm really glad that wasn't gruesome because I'm so glad I don't have to see those fucking pictures. Yeah, there wasn't a good gif. I was looking for one. <laughs> there really wasn't one that was gruesome enough that I could just send to you over and over again for Thanks, the rest buddy. of your life. Thanks, buddy. You're one of my best friends. Well, if it, if, if it makes you feel any worse, um, if Kyrie didn't block Steph Curry, he wouldn't have gotten hurt. So it's his own fault. <laughs> yeah, strangely, yeah, that makes me feel better. I don't know why. Uh... Yeah, it's look. It was a great series. It was something I was never expecting to win. To be up two one to begin with, like I said, getting my hopes up. It 
It was very exciting. The town was into it. I'm glad. I'm proud of Cleveland, too, for not doing, like, the really shitty things they could normally do as those last couple games wore on. Uh, although we should have had more people there, so the second half of the game six didn't sound like it was fucking at Oracle Arena from all the fucking Warriors chants. Yeah. You uh, could really hear the Warriors chant. You could fucking see it on TV the entire... Like, they basically bought an entire section behind the fucking Warriors bench. Normally, like, there's only... There's like 10, not 100, 150. Yeah. But, um... I, I, I'm confident for next year. I think if we bring pretty much everybody back, like I said, I don't think we'll... I think JR will go on somewhere else. I think... I think we'll re-sign Thompson, and I think we'll re-sign Delhi. Um, at least I want to. At least just put it, like fucking make him the mascot. Like, <laughs> like I hate the logo. Just make the ma- let's make the fucking logo Delhi's face. I, I love have... I love the kid. You guys probably hate him. I love the fucking kid. Love him. I love him. So much hustle. So scrappy. Gym rat. And he's and and. I don't think he's a dirty player, but again, I'm probably biased. I think a lot of it was incidental contact that just kept happening. Which is a horrible <laughs> just like a horrible way to way to spin it, but Tony. Um Delvadova, let's see. Delvadova, they have they can make a qualifying offer for one point one million dollars on him next year. And Here's, I think they might do it. He yeah, got paid eight hundred and sixteen grand this season. He was the lowest. He was the lowest paid player in the finals. I think somebody had said. Um, he was certainly the lowest paid player that saw court time because. Yeah, I mean, besides, yeah, besides like fucking Perkins, AJ Price, and Will Cherry. Hey, uh, didn't Brendan Haywood make like ten million dollars sitting on the bench? Uh, <laughs> Brendan Haywood to two million. Was, what next I... year is when he's ten million. Oh, next year. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, he won't be on our team. It's an option. They have a ten million dollar yeah. option. Actually, okay. So the whole thing with the Cavs bigs, right? So uh, they can bring Kevin Love back next year if Kevin Love wants for sixteen point seven million. Then they've got Barajow under contract. For another two years, have to find a way. <laughs> at nine point seven next year and nine point three the year after, then they have to sign Tristan Thompson to what at least thirteen million a year. Yep. They have to try to lock him up to like, you know, five years, sixty-five, something yep. like that. Sounds about right. Okay. Well, he, I think he turned down what five fifty-five. In the offseason or something along those lines? I think he did turn down $11 million a year. Yeah, I yeah. think he turned down that. So, yeah, so we had the, and, sorry, the extra two a year. Yeah, and he clearly showed that he can play yeah. up to that level. And, yet, you know, the salary cap's going to mm-hmm. rise. So, you know, what the hell's $13 million. Um, And then Mozgov. I love Mozgov. I, I love the, who, the, who you love. The, the Cavs, man. Fucking the Cavs turned into, like, literally major league. It's like, I love these guys. They're great. Who the fuck are they? I love them. Yeah, they were just scrappy. They were just scrappy. Mozgov, uh, the Cavs have an option on him next year for about $5 million. Um, he was actually the second best player in that series after Thompson. He was, he was consistently on offense, very yeah, good on absolutely. offense. Yeah. yeah. And, he was, and he was banging in there on boards and stuff, too. I mean, 
Kristen does most of it, but he was getting, like he said, he was getting beat the fuck up. He was like a shot changer, you know. He's a big body, so and he's and he's he really good at he's really good at jumping straight up and still getting called fouled for it. But well, <laughs> you know what? The hard thing about the Warriors though is that the Warriors just don't let you play bigs. I mean, the Warriors just put your big in the pick and roll every time, and then they've got two really fast players in a pick and roll against Mozgov, and he's dead. It's yeah. like. You can't keep him out there against a team like the Warriors. Yeah, we have, but, we have to go ahead. Sorry, but he is a very, very valuable player. I mean, I think he clearly showed he can start at center for that team. Absolutely. But then you've got Verjao, and you have to start Love. But then you're paying Thompson thirteen. It's like there's not room for four bigs. We have to, and the thing that sucks is we have to find a way to move that Verjao count contract. I don't know how. But the other thing is that LeBron's not going to want to move it because they're like best fucking friends. And he has to realize that it has to be done. Because it's gonna the same thing happens every single fucking year. It's going to happen next year. We have to unload that contract. But you're going to have to give away like, like several first-round picks to get rid of it, though. I know. I know. It just won't mean anything if you get rid of him. That's a thing. Because even if you get rid of him, yeah, it's $9 million, but you're going to be over the cap with whoever you have that you can't even get another free agent. Hey, hey, what is the key to you guys getting anyone in free agency, yeah. basically? And again, it's the NBA. Somebody will take it. Like, somebody will fucking take it. No, 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 no. Next year is a team option year. That's They're what I'm saying. Trying to the Cavs just up. aren't going to pick... Wait, seriously? They're trying so they to pick can, it up? So they can trade him and maybe the rumor is the first round they're I think they're twenty fourth pick and Haywood for player. So maybe uh like I can't even think of anyone who they could trade. Like let's say uh Paul Millsap was just someone hanging around, like a Paul Millsap or like someone <laughs> another big. That's a terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's a terrible. I, know what you, I know what you mean. Like, but somebody Man, on that one. level that's pref- preferably like a two guard. Yeah, the Cavs need another wing. The yeah. Cavs need <laughs> the Cavs essentially need like a competent two guard. Yeah, you know, so, you know, somebody name might wide with like Wayne Dade or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not happening. He's gonna he's gonna spit in Pat Riley's butt, get what he wants, and stay. Why the hell didn't Ray Allen sign for them? Like I heard people talking about that. He signed on, he signed on my 2K franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did. And then he I'm retired sure he immediately. But like like why the hell didn't Ray Allen sign for the Cavs? Like like I'm sure that, you know, LeBron said to them like, "Hey, you guys ought to call up Ray and see if he wants to, you know, you know, see if he wants to get signed in February." maybe play in, like, half the games and then just do, like, you know, the playoffs stuff. He just didn't want to. <laughs> just, I think he was just... I think he was happy, like, staying at home. Ray Allen actually would probably have put the Cavaliers closer to seven games than Kyrie Irving. I, I agree with that. Because he would have... Because we would have been able to to get him more confidently open than Shumpert and JR and everybody else. Slash and kick would have totally worked, and him coming off like a pin down screen from a real big, yeah, and just the catch and shoot that would have been a really potent weapon. 
I think we ran going. it like three times and we made it once. Like, <laughs> I saw it a couple times. I was like, oh, hey, here we go. No, he missed it. But, uh, wow. yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to, to, to see in the offseason. Uh, is there anything else we want to make sure we hammer in the finals? Because I want to make sure we have enough time to talk about the rest of the, the playoffs that we didn't discuss and, and more free agency stuff. Tope? No, I'm gonna, I'm just picturing Ray Allen trying to guard Steph Curry and like his body just like evaporating, <laughs> like his bones just turned to dust. <laughs> like yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, just like gone. He just disappears, yeah. and then we get they, for a fucking penalty for only having four people on the court. <laughs> they would probably try to put Ray in the pick and roll. That would probably not work out well for Ray. No. Which is exactly what happened in Dallas. I mean, that's why the Mavericks were so shit. He couldn't do that in, in 2003. Playoffs. What the fuck is he going to do in 2008? Uh, all right, uh, so, so rest, rest of the playoffs. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, the rest of the playoffs. I mean, It was a great know, fucking playoff. I had heard a lot of people say that they were disappointed, that they thought the playoffs were boring and all that. And I, I mean... I felt like people were dissatisfied with some of the matchups we got, especially in the West. Right. I felt like, you know, a lot of people didn't want to see, you know, San Antonio and the Clippers in the first round, you know, because those teams both should have played in the second round, certainly. Absolutely. Um, And Golden State didn't have to touch either of them. Yeah. So And and got the beat up on a – on a Rockets team that was just at that point probably just happy to be there. Yes. And a Grizzlies team that challenged them, but we found out that getting them down 2 1 is almost exactly what they want. Yeah, it turns out they're pretty potent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Biggest takeaway, biggest surprise from anybody non Golden State Cavs wide? Hmm. Who made a big impact in these playoffs? Or, or made the opposite of a big impact. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Harden was basically exactly what we thought he would be. Yep. Anthony Davis played fantastically. That's um, terrifying. I mean, he was <laughs> he was great. Um, and now he has a great coach. <laughs> so that's who's like, oh, yeah. I, I like to give my best players the ball. Yeah, he's got Alvin Gentry now. It's like, oh my god, this is gonna work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like this is gonna work. They're gonna they're gonna make the uh, they're gonna make the Thunder jump. Remember when the Thunder made the playoffs that first year and were like a little feisty? I mean, granted, they won games against the Lakers. The Pelicans didn't beat the Warriors. But no, but like, they almost did. Yeah, they almost did. But you know it was like okay that that was a good little like test run and then the next year was like here we are watch the fuck out that's exactly what's going to happen and uh yeah i hope they i hope they uh butt rape the warriors that'll be fun now here is an interesting counterfactual the fact that we even had the pelicans in the playoffs was because the pelicans of course beat the spurs on the final night of the regular season Right. Which, by virtue of which win, the Pelicans uh, tied the Thunder, um, but had the tiebreaker because of the ridiculous Anthony Davis uh, double clutch away, game buzzer winner. beater, double clutch three over Durant 
um, had the tiebreaker, but also uh, sent the uh, Spurs to the six Mm -hmm. um, and uh, sent the Rockets to the two. Um, So would you rather have not had the Spurs-Clippers stuff so early, but also not had Anthony Davis in the playoffs? Had that weak Thunder team instead? I mean, to me, it's six of one, half dozen of another. I I love seeing... Davis in the playoffs, but we all knew what it was really going to mean. I would have, I would have, me personally, I would have much preferred had the Clippers, the Spurs fighting, uh, playing the Warriors at some point to maybe weaken them a little bit more for the inevitable <laughs> final. <laughs> but that's just one man's opinion. You feel like they had a cakewalk? I don't feel like they had a cakewalk, but I, I definitely feel like had they maybe have had a little bit more difficulty than the Grizzlies. Okay, but... All right, okay. Which team had the harder road? Golden State had to play New Orleans, Memphis, and Houston to get there. And we played... I would say us. You played Boston, and then you played the Bulls, and then you played the Hawks. I would say us, because... Boston was fucking scrappy, as we as we anticipated. They were not afraid to pull people's arms out of their stomach. No, they either. weren't. They definitely weren't. That reminds me, <laughs> they, Kelly. That reminds me, Kelly Olynyk. They were Wookiees. You, you Rocky Dennis looking motherfucker. Go back and die with your mama's share, fucking mask son of a bitch. Ooh. He doesn't look like he. He's a, just a weird fucking. Go back to the fucking cover band of Soul Asylum. You fucking twit. Strong words. <laughs> yeah, I called him a twit. <laughs> really strong. Strong words. Strong words. It's but a hot Bulls, take here on the, the black slate. The Bull series, series was the Eastern Conference Finals, for all intents and purposes, which was a knockout, dragout fight. And yeah, but the Bulls suck. The Bulls suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Bulls, Everybody knows the Bulls suck. The Bulls didn't care. Like that's, If the Bulls had cared, they... Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> the players didn't care. You're yeah, right. You're yeah, right. the play, the players didn't care. I'm sorry. You're right. Yes. Yeah, the players wanted Thibs to get fired. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. And that's even yeah. with the fucking buzzer beater. And then we had to hit a butter buzzer beater to even win the third game. You had no idea how much Bulls fans were like crowing. They they are so delusional. It's so funny. You have no idea how many beers I drank that night. <laughs> I sent you pictures of a couple of them. But uh, and then oh. the Hawks series, I, I'm shocked we swept them. I mean, it just they were so depleted. Yeah. They I were mean, so injury ravished at that point. Yeah, I still I still thought they would squeak a game out just because of the system. But they were, and they were in over their heads at that point too. The Hawks are a are an extremely well running machine when they have all the parts. But then the parts just started to fall away, you know. Cephalosha was out and then Corver was gone, Damari Carroll was diminished Millsap's shoulder was bothering him really badly and you know Horford was hobbled the whole time so it was basically just like Teague and Schroeder and Mike Scott are like their only healthy players and they quit playing Mike Scott I mean the Hawks were badly diminished and I don't know it would have been nice if they were at full strength that would have been a really fun series I don't think it I don't know 4-0 is probably right, but 
I don't know. I wish the Hawks were a lot healthier. Again, that makes one of us. Topa? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, God damn it, Moet. <laughs> yeah, really. I was going to try to be fucking biased, all right? I was like, <laughs> Tony's like, nah, you're a fan. Come on. You're a fan. <laughs> Um, I would say the Warriors had a harder road of, of the two just because of the the star power that the Warriors had to go through. Like, I think I would take the three or four best players on the three teams the Warriors played before I take anyone from the best teams that the Cavs played. And that's what it comes down to in the playoffs. It's who's your stars who can score. And the West just has better teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, stylistically, if you'd say, you know, I don't know, Cleveland had a team in Boston that really never had a shot. I mean, the Celtics no. just don't have talent, I, you know, so that was always going to be a, a really easy sweep. Um, you know, the Warriors, the Pelicans are a really credible opponent. That's a really credible opponent. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, the playoffs will be very interesting next year. I I don't think I'm going to predict the entire Southwest division <laughs> to make it. <laughs> and I think you guys both know which team I'm going to leave out of my prediction. <laughs> well, it's, we, 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 we got over my fandom, and you, and you talked about your team very, very briefly. Uh, thoughts about uh, the Mavericks playoffs. And I, I'm surprised I've managed to not laugh. Yeah, uh, it was pretty laughable. <laughs> we can definitely say that. It was pretty fucking laughable. Um, you know, they might as well have not showed up. Um, they went out four to one. Uh, they played a couple of close games, but mostly they got beat pretty handily. I mean, and against Houston, which is a soft team. I mean, the Mavs are just old. Chandler Parsons was hurt. Uh, which is not an excuse because I don't think he would have like made the difference for like a Mavs series win, but you know, he's an important player for them in terms of like spacing the floor. And they did something incredibly stupid this year uh, when they traded uh, Jay Crowder at their best, like second team wing and their backup center, Brandon Wright for Rajon Rondo. Yeah, it was a terrible, <laughs> terrible trade because both Jay Crowder and Brandon Wright can play in the NBA, and Rondo can't right now. Well, I mean, th- I mean, it was just that's just him getting his wits about him. I mean, he's got all next season on the Mavs to to really fine tune everything and make it work, right? Rondo? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Right? Like he's you know like he, he's gonna be fine. You know what I did? I uh, I actually just pulled up. Um, the Mavs page on ESPN. And I saw that uh, sources indicate that Greg Oden will participate in the Dallas Mavericks free agent <laughs> mini camp next week. Oh, 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 oh man. I'm so sorry. Like, so I'm the guy that hasn't won a title in like 45 years and I'm apologizing to you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Mavericks last year, like it was chicken wiring duct tape like charlie villanueva and still with the jj berea who's like who i'm pretty sure that del Vadova's, you know sort of trying to rip him off a little bit oh absolutely 
like the Berea stuff. You know, everyone says he's like an agitator and stuff, but he's actually a pretty decent player. I'm going to say it uh, again. Matthew Delavadova, white Bill and beer. <laughs> white Bill. Maybe Australian Bill Lambeer. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was going to go with. But no, I don't know. Now, now Lambeer is black now. <laughs> that's what I'm, what I'm going with. He but, has honorary status? Exactly. You are certainly the person in this conversation who's entitled to bestow that. Nope. I was going to tell people, like, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But, uh,. <clears throat> All right, so let's get into let's get into uh, just because I'm sure after talking about Greg Oden, you don't want to talk about the Mavs anymore. Uh, free agency, so like R- Rondo's not going to be on that team anymore. <sighs> Rondo yeah. might not be. Is Rondo going to be? Rondo's going to be in the league. <laughs> oh sure, yeah, sure. Let's take a look. I mean, obviously the Wade stuff has been big, because um, like he has to turn down $16 million and the teams you want to go to can't really pay him that much money. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, Luol Deng is in the league still. That's nice. Yeah, good hey, for him. Good for Luol. He's 34 or 46. <laughs> and has a little African in him. Just a little bit though. <laughs> just, just a smidge. <laughs> the right amount of African. Did we ever did, Toby, did we ever did me and Tony ever tell you what we used to call Luol Deng when we played in like NBA 2K6? Don't get fired, but tell me. <laughs> Don't just, get fired. Jesus. Just, just black Africa. <laughs> 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 and I think it was who was the person who just I can't remember. It was just was it me or you who just like run straight to the hoop every time with Luol Deng just trying to draw a foul. Sounds like a me thing to do. You were always the guy that found like like an exploit or, you know, like the single move, the single play in Madden. You were that guy. That worked, yeah. And Luol Dang was, was definitely that guy in, like, NBA 2K4 or whatever. Which, uh, when my when my series, when I was talking about my season earlier, came up, uh, turns out uh, I found out how hard it was on a video game to do what the Cavs have to do this offseason. Because in the game, LeBron's contract comes up and Kevin Love's contract comes up and the game doesn't equip you enough to, like, handle it. <laughs> Yeah, like there's not an option in the game to like pay 85 million in luxury tax. Oh, I'm like 35 million over the tax because at a certain point they're like, well, I guess we have to let you do it. <laughs> so um, I, I have Kyrie, LeBron, and Love, and then my center is Hassan Whiteside, who's like a 68 in the game. And uh, I had to pull off all these different trades, but now my my fifth is Victor Oladipo. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Oh, my bench is the shits. Turkaloo is like my eighth guy. But, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I have Victor Oladipo. So, hey, we should do that. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get Oladipo. Uh, well, who else? Who, who, are the big, who are the big guys in the offseason this year? Um, unrestricted, uh, Marcus All. He's, he's a big one. Right. Um,. I mean, he's not big, but I think he could be a important piece to a playoff team. Danny Green. Um, is it is Aldridge restricted? He's un, he's unrestricted. So yeah, Gas- Gasol and him are like the two big ones in terms of yeah things that could swing like changing a team around. Uh, Drogage is. Uh, I think he, he he has a player option. 
Yeah, DeAndre they're... Jordan is unrestricted. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that, too. Millsap is unrestricted. Brendan Bass. Greg <laughs> Greg Monroe. Tyson Chandler. A lot of big guys. Yeah. <laughs> the Mavs Brad... win. Josh Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he might have been like the second best player in some of those Rocket games. <laughs> um, well, are any of those guys? Because those are that's a lot of West. A couple of those guys have to go East. I almost feel like. Like, does, I don't anybody, know. does anybody have like intuition or like any any feelings of what should happen, what could happen? Uh, Marcus All. Everyone seems to say he's going to stay in Memphis, right? Yeah, so. that's well, everything that I've heard. And then Lamarcus, I don't know. He's he's got to be gone, right? After what happened in the fucking about how that team just no showed the playoffs. Where do you think he goes? I'm trying to think where where he would want to go that he fits. Yeah, it's got to be a team that like is capable of winning a title if they add him. And then, you know, a team that, like, has an opening in that space and would play well with them. Here's a weird one. If he wants to rebuild, but the Timberwolves. Very weird. But a starting lineup of Rubio, Martin slash Levine, Wiggins, Aldridge, and And Vucevic. Oh, Towns. Like, that's not a terrible team. Nah, you weren't even including Pekovic in that. Yeah, that's like, yeah, he, he would be, he'd, he'd assume he'd be the, you know, the backup center. They would, like, split minutes, but. And, yeah, and, he, forgot Anthony, and he forgot Jeez. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> hey, oh. NBA superstar, Anthony Bennett. <laughs> there, there's a Topps trading card out there that says it. Uh, yeah, that's, but I, I think that team would be, like, what the Pelicans are this year. Or were this year? It was like they like they'd have a chance to scrap for that eighth spot, and then they're still a year away. Where Aldridge is going to be what, like thirty, like two, thirty three, probably. I thought he was under thirty. Let's see. He is twenty nine. So yeah, he will be thirty. He will be thirty uh, in July. He'll be thirty in like a couple weeks. Happy birthday! Yeah, happy early birthday, Marcus Aldridge. Enjoy. Big but, shout. That's a, yeah, that's an interesting one. I I can't think off the top of my head of anybody, of any other team like right right away that's like has like the ability or the space. I mean, if you want to just get paid a lot of money, you can go to the Knicks. Yeah, no, but that sounds like a that sounds like a DeAndre Jordan thing to do. Oh, to go to the Knicks? <laughs> yep. Boy, that'd be funny. <laughs> that sounds because we said the same thing uh, and during that. During 2010, when we're like, well, we all know Amari Stoudemire is going to the Knicks, right? And then we were all yeah. flabbergasted when Joe Johnson didn't, because he managed to squeeze 130 million out of the Hawks anyway. Well, oh god, the Knicks are just the like the stupidest team in basketball. Yeah, how do you do it, Tope? How do you how do you <laughs> live in the Knicks in the Knicks? sphere it's so much fun because a i love you will still hate lebron 
goes without saying. But they're like, all right, man. So, all right. So let's say Russell falls to us, right? We got Russell in the draft. Okay, we're gonna get Marcus Saul. So it's Marcus Saul, Russell, uh, Anthony. You know, maybe we'll pick up like Kevin Love in like three years. <laughs> maybe like, maybe like Jordan's son will come back, and then we gotta start on five. Like you and Junior, how about him? He might be a big player. And then it's just always so much support. It's awesome. I love it. Meanwhile, the net the Nets are getting their food cut up for them to eat. <laughs> and they're still making the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> they're still making the fucking playoffs. Oh, the Nets are just moribund. That's that's so bad. Yeah. Who's so? Who got the number one pick again? The Sixers, right? I, I actually do not know the draft order. The Timberwolves. Oh, the Timberwolves. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. That's right. Timberwolves, uh, Lakers. Uh, 76ers, Knicks. That's right. The Knicks got top four. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is brilliant. Um, Who will they waste it on? The New York Knicks. You know who they're going to get is uh, that Lithuanian guy. (laughs) Who? Oh, hold on. Uh, Where's I got to find like a fucking. You have to say the name. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, God. Uh, NBA. He plays for uh, Sevilla in the ACB. I'm He's like 19. NBA He's a Lithuanian. Yeah. Uh, also, because I was going to say the Spike Lee line as well. Uh, oh yeah. Oh good lord! This is this is <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my! Make a God. run at it! Make a run at it! Count me down. Running start. All right. Three, two, one. Chris Stapps Porzinskis. <laughs> Ooh. I think the P is silent, the it's, first one. It sounds like a candy bar. Chris Dapp, Chris, so Christas Porzingis? He I, is actually really good. I think it's Christas Porzingis. Sure. So now, so now do it as Spike Lee would do it as it gets announced. <laughs> Who the fuck is Chris Stapp's Porzingis? <laughs> Exactly. No, but also, Tope, I think that you and I may have watched the same Draft Express uh, highlights package of this guy. He actually does yeah. look fucking legit. Like, this dude really looks like he can play. He's only 19. Like, yeah, but just again. Sh- Go ahead, Tope. I was like, his shot is just like, it's like, oh, okay, he can make it. Oh, he made it again. Oh, he keeps on making his shots. Oh, and then he can, like, get up and, like, throw down alley-oops. And he can, like, chase down a block from behind. And he's 7-1, and he moves really well. Like, oh, shit. The, uh, apparently, according to this uh, draft, uh, draft, mock draft is what I mean, for on Yahoo, uh, the Knicks are heavily considering Greg Monroe in uh, free agency, so that'll be fun. <laughs> I thought you meant the draft. No. <laughs> <laughs> We, we can do that, right? There's a time machine. They're going to go back to like 2012. The fourth pick, the New York Knicks select. Wait, this can't be right. Marco Bellinelli. <laughs> Italy. 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 I'm Miss Stern. He's the best. No, uh, I don't. <laughs> the new guy's way better. Oh, yeah. I but, love I, Adam Silver. but I do miss Russ Granick. 
I, I, I do miss Russ, too. I, I, I'd like to apologize uh, in, in the throes of being upset about the finals. I insinuated that Adam Silver uh, had a boyfriend. I found out he actually has a girlfriend. And uh, for that, I apologize. Probably, you know, I, I probably could have let that off the air. But, you know, I felt bad. He's a nice man. He's done good work. And he didn't deserve the things I was saying about him. Adam Silver? Yes. I think he's done a bang-up job, don't you guys? He's done an, he's done an amazing job. He's done great. I can't wait for 20 years when he's just like, ah, fuck it all, like Stern was. <laughs> like, I just think every, every commission has to be like that. I hope not. I hope not. I hope he's like this new pope. Like, he's just going to be good. <laughs> like, it's early, and everything looks fine. So just, like, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. You're in charge of something important. But Tony, I was, I was, I, I was going to some dark places in my head, man. It was just you weren't uh, having a great time at the end of that. Last I was game. not, no. And I would also like to apologize to Stephen Curry's daughter. I'm sure you're not a cunt. <laughs> Come on, what? Not Riley. She's a spotlight hog. Okay. I know. Put the hey. How about to put? How about you put the ball in your hands and then maybe we can talk to you. No, you're a child. Go do your fucking homework. To to be fair, she probably would have been like six men off the bench on the Cavs. <laughs> she can just take a step back three. Like she can really create her own shot. I deserve that. Ooh, that reminds me. So I can get off. So I can get off talking about bad things about a three year old. Uh, I'll pitch this question to Tony. Uh, pitch this question to Tope. I pitched it to Tony when I was in Chicago. We were kind of discussing uh, like all time greats. And what we're living in right now, and potential. And uh, here are the here are the, the the kind of the questions. Who right now, sans LeBron, who you would argue probably is already possibly in that top ten, has the potential to make that top ten. And the slash of that question, and what started with us, is the window for Kevin Durant passed on being in that top ten. The top ten of all time. Yes. That's a great question. Um, I don't think it's passed. Because how he drafted in 2007. Let's say he was 19. So that means he's, what, 25, 26? Yeah, he's something ridiculous. Hold on. He's 26 years old. 26 years old. It took LeBron until 2011 to win his first title. So that was eight years. No, so, 2012. To that, the 2011, two, I'm sorry. 2011, <laughs> 2011 was the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> it's the year 2012. You almost tore down Tony's whole life right there. <laughs> I will not let that stand. Yeah, remember that's the one they paid for, unlike the, the, for the previous one. <laughs> hey, ooh, e, ah, ooh, e. So you guys earned that one fair and square. The Heat bought the first one. <laughs> uh, it's Took him basically the same amount of time to actually get a good coach. Uh, so True. So I think they're on the same track, and I could see the Thunder being a threat and maybe even winning the title if Billy D's like, okay, this is how you play offense. This is called a play, and uh, go do it. Uh, so I could see him being in that. I could see him being there because he just – the way he can score, and I think he can still be a top player of our generation and top 10 potentially of all time. Okay. And then anybody else? Anthony Davis. Yep. And you know what? I'm going to close the door on that. I think it's those two. 
Really? Because me and Tony were pretty said we were. Of course, we said we mentioned Anthony Davis, but that's just because of sheer potential. But we've like locked Curry in there if everything keeps up. It's, a it's hard... possible. It's possible. It's totally. I see that one more possible than Durant because he's already got the step up. The thing, the thing about Curry for me is that he. It's just because t- he isn't top 10 comes down to just how we glorify people. Of course. And he, I, I, I don't know if he's on this. He doesn't, he puts up crazy three point numbers and he'll go down as a greatest shooter of all time. I, I don't know if he could ever be on that level. He could still go down as the greatest point guard of all time because a positions is probably, I mean, who's the greatest point guard of all time? Magic Johnson. Yeah, Isaiah Stockton, like it's it's reachable. But how about this for a pitch? So let's say he wins like one more ring, and he goes down as the greatest shooter of all time. I almost feel like that would be enough. If you're like, oh well, he's the greatest shooter of all time. Like that's the point of the fucking game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who's the greatest shooter right now? Who's the greatest? Let's say Curry didn't exist. Who's the greatest shooter of all time? Tony, answer that question because I'm gonna gonna have two biased answers. (laughs) I mean. Not Mark Price. Well, I think a lot of people say Pete Maravich. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people would say Larry Bird. Um, I think in terms of just like automatic stroke, you know, on like a set shot, I'd say Ray Allen um, is 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 just money on that. Yeah. Um, Bird would have been my like non-biased answer. Yeah. Like, as far as a guy that can, like, make a complicated shot within the context of a game and make, like, an interesting array of different kinds of shots, probably Bird. Maybe Jordan. But Jordan didn't have the three-point game. I mean, he was not a, like, deadly jump shooter. Jordan was an attacker. But, oh, okay. The way that I'd like to frame this question is, like, how do you rate Steve Nash as far as an all all time player? Is he like top 50? Absolutely. Okay. So Steph Curry seems to me to be sort of obviously like very much like Nash, only better in every conceivable way in terms of he's more athletic. He's just as good a passer the shooting is like even crazier than Nash on a great volume. He has the MB, the MVP. He has the ring that Nash Didn't never he? got. Yeah. Like could never carry his team to that. Like Nash, the MVPs were in what were sort of considered weak years, I think. Um, and it was sort of questionable whether he should have got them over Kobe. I think Steph was more or less a consensus this year, I don't think there was a very strong argument for anybody else. No. I mean, um, so, you know, if he's like that far ahead of Nash, Nash has to be what, like a top 35, 40 player all time? I, yeah, I'd say 35 is a good number. Okay, I mean, I, so. I, I, I could probably think of 10 guys in our generation who are better than him, which, and then, you know, maybe 10 in the others. It, it would It would be close, yeah. Okay, but maybe top 40. Right. Maybe. Okay. So if Steph Curry is going to be the better version of him, 
and has rings, MVPs, uh, will probably have a couple of Olympic gold medals, you know, is that, you know, that much more impressive? You know, does that put him in the top 10? I don't know. He'd have to win like, you know, five, five championships or something like that. You know, the guys in that group are like, you know, Russell and Kareem and Jordan and Bird and Magic and Kobe and Duncan. Like, those are the guys in that group. And hey, LeBron James, hey, he's lost four of them. That's got to count for something, right? LeBron James is in the top 10 of all time. Yeah. In my top 10. Yeah, he's in mine too. And he actually, he might have the fewest number of titles in my top 10 at two. Probably. Compared to who? Well, Wilt had what, two as well? Mm, I, think, I think so. Yeah. That sounds right. But, you know, to make the finals for five straight years, like, LeBron's put himself through an amazing amount hell. of bodily strain. Yeah, a- absolute hell. And he left the fucking party destination of ever to go back and nurse his wounds in Ohio. Yeah, right. Okay, so here's where I'm going to stand up for him. Because there were so many people giving him shit for taking a couple weeks off in the middle of the season. There were so many people there, you know, the labatical, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. He plays a hundred fucking games a year for five years. Like, you can't do that. What was you the ch- need to take time off. What was the chart I saw where, like, it was, I, I don't want to, like, hyperbolize the number, but it was something ridiculous. Like, he had played, I want to say, again, like, like something like 5,000 minutes more than anybody else. <laughs> He has played more minutes in, in his in his NBA career now than like Magic Johnson or yeah. Iverson or like a lot of guys who are like lock Hall of Famer legends. He's like just now thirty and he's already played way more minutes than okay. those guys. So from two thousand and ten to now, number two for minutes played is Durant, fifteen thousand five hundred and ninety five minutes. LeBron is number one at 17,860. 23, almost 2,400 minutes more than the next person. Which 2,400 minutes equates to about 70 games. Yeah. Uh, has averaged 94 games per season, 29 more than any other player. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay, and uh, why am I going to bring this up? All right. Super durable. Oh yeah, uh, LeBron. You know, just so I can jinx that. Yeah, I just make clear that's a total jinx. I just wanted to make that clear. Rich, if you're my best friend, edit that out. <laughs> I still said it. I yeah, I don't want to have to rehear it when I re-listen to this. Because <laughs> uh, I, I felt bad because everyone wants to, like hear from me throughout this, and I've been superstitious since the the 2009 series when he hit the buzzer beater against the magic and on a fucking podcast, I was like, it's over, man. So like, I don't like do shit on social media. I don't fucking talk to you guys when the games are on, you know, I, I stay silent. I watch fucking games like by myself, you know, that that's how I handle it. Uh, and I feel like everybody in Cleveland, like, and players should do the same thing. And then LeBron has to bring up like the secret motivation thing. That like everybody like like just jumped on all of a sudden and like wanted to know what it was and of course like now we'll never know. Uh, 
I'm glad it didn't happen because I was really scared. It was going to be like, okay, cool. I'm out. <laughs> Retire. I, I'm, I'm exhausted as fuck. <laughs> he was just going to like Barry Sanders on them. Yeah. Like that's seriously what I was scared of. Cause a, a lot of people thought it was just the motivation of, you know, he's pissed about MVP voting or he wanted to prove he could do it on his own or, you know, like, you know, stuff like that. But like a, a part of me was just like, what if he's just like, Hey, I have played more basketball games in the past five years than anybody should at the highest level possible at all times. And you know what? I'm going to go take a four year nap. I'm glad we didn't find out. He should absolutely take several months off. I mean, good God, what he just put himself through in those playoffs. Because Kevin Love got hurt in the first game of the playoffs, right? Second. Second game? Okay. I mean, I might as well. He sucked that first game anyway. That was the only thing I said on social media was like, uh, everyone's talking about how Kevin Love hasn't played a playoff game, and he still hasn't. I'm watching the first one right now. <laughs> and then the second one, he gets injured. Yeah, so actually that was my fault. I fucked it up the entire time. That was, yeah. <laughs> it's like He still doesn't have any playoff experience. Nope. And Kyrie played what? Like... How many games did he actually end up playing? Well, he was hobbled a lot of it. That was the issue. Probably. Well, I mean, like, even, like, not being out of them, he played, he sat out of uh, quite a few. So, I I, I don't know, man. I, I am excited. I'm already excited for next year. Uh, do we, do we want to, on the record, say ridiculous predictions now? Sure. Why not? Uh, let's, let's just go the easy route. Finals, finals predictions for 2016. Tope, you want to go first? Yeah, it's going to be really boring. Uh, Cavs versus the Warriors. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't see anybody in the East beating Cleveland, barring a catastrophic injury from LeBron. Um, so it's got to be Cleveland. And then... That West, man, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's definitely not the Clippers. It's The Spurs are, I mean, the Spurs are just running it back the same way too many times. It's its frustrating. Um, Oklahoma City, like you were saying, Tope, that's, uh, they got Billy D down there with, 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 some, with some guys he can run with. That's a very interesting prospect. Um, that that was going to be mine. It was going to be Cavs Thunder. Cavs Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna um, be mine. I mean, the most likely is obviously Cavs Golden State because right. the thing about Golden State is you can't scheme around how they beat you. They're just too good. That's the issue. Like you can't scheme around their depth and their shooting all over the place and the number two offense, number one defense, like you can't do anything against that. Like you're basically screwed from the outset. So I think that's the most likely again, barring a key injury. Sure. Alrighty. Uh, let me take this uh, moment also real quick. I totally forgot. I put people on blast and I had to mention uh, also go fuck yourself. Leandro Bobosa. How dare you have a ring now? 
Wait a minute. What do you have against Leandro? He, why is he there? <laughs> He's useful. He had, the greatest, he had the greatest quote of the entire year. Like in April, like at like the post-game interview, he goes, we are going to championship. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in this country for like 15 years. He knows what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, drafted in 2003. Son of a bitch. By guess who? San Antonio. But hey, man. Sure. I could have, I could, you know, Sean Livingston, whatever. Maurice Spates, he's a loon. Fesses Azili's almost broke Greg Oden's record for fucking fouls in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And Andrew Bogut has pigs that he has sex with. Leandro Barbosa fucking made me the angriest. Because he was there. Say some mean stuff about Maurice Spates, please. Maurice Spates should hold a hot dog before he holds a basketball ever again. Okay. Tubbo. I gotta ask you guys. I gotta ask you guys. Now, I have long had a theory that you cannot win an NBA championship without a Florida Gator on the roster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I, th- I think it's been vindicated uh, like seven or eight years in a row. I mean, it's, it, it goes back. All right. Well, it let's, goes let's, back. let's double check. So Spates and Lee. Spates mm-hmm. and Lee, obviously. Last year. year on the Spurs. Bonner. 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 Uh, the Heat, you had... Um, Miller and Haslam. Miller and Haslam for both years. Yep. And then before yep. that was the Mavericks. The Mavericks. Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer. Brewer. Uh, then before the Mavericks were the, Lakers. the Lakers. Was it the Lakers? Yeah. Yes, it was the 2010 Lakers. And who would they have had? I'm looking it up. I don't think they had anyone. I think that's, yeah. Did they have a Gator? Son of a bitch. There it is. They had a bunch of foreign guys. Okay, so it's been... So it's been now, is that five years in a row? A Florida Gator? Basically, yeah. I think that's pretty strong. And this year's champion, which was a strong champion, had two. Ooh, I forgot another one. Why does Luke Walton a coach? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is that trans-looking man a coach? He just looks like a woman. Like It looks like... He's going to take his suit off and go, hey, no, I'm trying to be a woman. Not that there's anything I kept wrong seeing with him that. On the, I kept seeing him on the broadcast. I was like, who's that fucking guy? I know that guy. Who is that guy? Then I was like, oh, yeah, that's Luke Walton. It's the smallest the piece of Bill Walton. What the fuck is he doing there? the smallest piece of Bill Walton's sperm ever. It was, it was weird to see him there. Bastard. We, uh, I didn't, we talked about it. I didn't the, like uh, it. Talked about it when? <laughs> We talked about it on the uh, pre on the preview uh, that he's there to do the little triangle they had in their offense. You know, man knows a triangle offense. Good for him. God, he has what now? Like four rings? Um, something like that. Yeah, God. several. I'm gonna be sick. Uh, one that what this time really I mean it the last thing because if they're all the calves I want to hear I'm gonna give you guys a ten word limit on David Blatt. <laughs> you want to go first, Tope? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I'm gonna gonna I might have to edit myself because I'm gonna just say it without thinking. Uh, underrated coach. Stupid, 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 stupid fucking face. <laughs> and you nailed it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it really, it really does nothing for the city of Cleveland for that to be what we have to look at. It's like, yeah, no, of course they're gonna fucking lose. It's Cleveland. Look at him. It is a terrifying face to look at every time <laughs> you see it. Uh, Tony, uh, my ten words or less on David Blatt. Yes. Why hasn't LeBron fired him already? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> No, but seriously, like, like if you're Blatt, like, you're basically like the Secretary of Energy, and LeBron is the president. It's like he can fire you if he wants, and like nobody's gonna say anything. Like, you know, like, like if it comes down to it, Dan Gilbert is not gonna like go to the mat for David Blatt against like LeBron James. David Blatt basically had to go suck his dick to get him back to Cleveland. So there's no way he's ever going to do something LeBron doesn't want to happen. I'm calling it right now, bold prediction for next year, Tyron Lue will be the, that coach when we go to the playoffs. 100%. I'm sorry, I thought you said a bold prediction. <laughs> it's it's, it's, gonna, it's what's going to happen. Uh, the, only, the only thing I see against it is I think the Blatt's hiring was specific because LeBron – sense that he could walk all over him. And that's what LeBron wants. LeBron doesn't want to coach anymore. LeBron wants to just fucking do what he wants to do. There's not anything wrong with that. What he does is 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 good stuff and I like him to continue doing it. But well, you know, apparently the story with Blatt, um, I think I heard this on the broadcast, was that uh he had um originally accepted an assistant job with the Warriors. Golden State, yeah. And then, like, a couple of days later, the Cavs offer came through, and he had to back out with the Warriors. So, I mean, it's not like he's a bad coach. You know, the champions wanted him. Yeah. I don't know. And the cruel irony of it all, Steph Curry was born in Akron, Ohio. Was he really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Was Uh, it the same hospital as LeBron? Akron General? That's where I was born. And I'm doing great. (laughs) <laughs> that was my grandfather's husband. <laughs> that was my grandfather's name. Alrighty, boys. Anything else before we wrap up here? Um, I don't know. Uh, you, let's see. I always like to do a uh, wrap up of players that are retiring and leaving the game. Uh, who are we? Who are we losing this year that we can say goodbye to at the end of the pod? Sean Marion. Sean Marion, the Matrix. Won a championship with Dallas from nearby Waukegan, Illinois. And won a wing-eating competition uh, in the locker room for the Cavs this year, I'm sure. <laughs> Did nothing else. Uh, who else? Who else are we probably losing? Probably Leandro Barbosa. He's got nothing else to do. No, come on. He's useful still. Uh, I don't know. Uh, T- Timmy's coming back, right? I, I certainly should. Yeah, I, I think he's coming back. 
Hmm. That yeah, might be about it. <laughs> Andre Miller? <laughs> Andre Miller? Like Andre Miller? Like, are we reaching that deep? Bullshit. Steve he's going to be. Nash is officially saying that he's out. I mean, yeah. Andre Miller's going to be the Andres Galarraga of the NBA. <laughs> no. Sorry. The, the Julio, Julio Franco. Franco. Let's go, girls, of the NBA. Let's let's go, girls. It's it's a don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a, a Swoggle Network thing we have to do. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Andre Miller is thirty nine years old. He's he's about to, he's about to be Mike Gundy. <laughs> he's a man. He still makes four point six million a year. Worth every penny. <laughs> Which he collects because he's that old. No, wait, wait. Here we go. Oldest players in the NBA. Ooh. Oldest players in the NBA. Uh, let's see. Current uh, Nash Miller, Jason Terry, Kevin Garnett. I think he's gonna. I think he has one more year left, and then he's done, right? Um, I I thought this was that year. Oh, is it that year? Maybe I don't know. I thought that like this was that that last year. Um. Yeah, so we got who? Well, yeah, Nash Miller, Jason Terry, possibly Pablo Prigioni, who <laughs> just, like, just made it into the league. <laughs> Kevin Garnett, <laughs> Shuttlesworth, Vince Carter. Respect for Vince Carter. Absolutely, what a turnaround in his career. Much respect. We might lose Manage and Obley. Yeah, thirty-seven. And he played like crap. Who who um, who is going to kill all the bats now? I, I certainly not Danny Green. They're going to have to find a new two guard who can kill a bat <laughs> <laughs> with his hand. That's my favorite sentence in podcast history. We're going to have to definitely find somebody else that can kill a bat. Everybody, I I would take a basket. Like I would definitely watch. The like draft express prospect video, you know, it goes through and it shows, you know, outside shooting and there's like five, you know, five, you know, shots from three. And then it's like, you know, defense on the perimeter and it shows like a really good closeout a bunch of times. And it's like killing bats. And you see, <laughs> I see like, like swats, you know, like two or three bats out of midair. I don't know why, but I see like like All Star Weekend when they're doing like the skills challenge, and he bounces the pal- the the ball through the hoop, yeah. and now he has to run through the cave and <laughs> knock three bats out of the air. Yeah, like a fastest hands thing. Yeah, I still got Patrick Beverly in that. I don't know why. See, <laughs> Seems right. like he'd kill a lot of bats. I guess. <laughs> There's the answer, Spurs. Alrighty, boys. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up here on our NBA wrap up podcast great season uh we'll be back in probably october right october yeah uh yeah i think we should come back in october we'll come back in october and uh discuss we won't go over the draft or anything we'll do a a big blowout preview for the for the season hopefully rich will actually join us for that one um yeah he's caught up on his uh on his basketball but uh yeah for this uh episode we're gonna wrap it up Check out the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, The Blank Slate, along with all the other podcasts that are available in the Swoggle Network, Podswoggle, 
picked up, which is currently on hiatus, but catch all the old episodes you possibly missed while they're out in its ap- absence. Two episodes of Married with Movies every single week for you. Our two episodes a week. Two ep- we, me and Sam, you know, it's the, it's the summer. It's not a lot of stuff on television right now. Although now there is because I just watched True Detective and I want to start watching Ballers. But uh, we're gonna- oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that later tonight. Yeah, uh, True Detective was was good. Um, it's not gonna be great, but uh, Ballers. I heard it was bad. It was it was okay. It definitely it was different. That's for sure. But uh, yeah. We're anyway, gonna- Ballers. Ballers is gonna be great. Uh, but yeah, Married Movies 50th <laughs> episode just dropped covering Memento. We got all kinds of great stuff, including our first guest coming up next week on the show. Oh, who is it? Will you give a special sneak on the on the blank slate? Sure, it's uh, it's uh, my very good close personal friend who now lives in Orlando, Mister Andrew's angry. I was hoping you'd say that. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> uh, I went to, I went to the movies uh, with Andrew and his brother and his sister in law and their two small children, and it was an experience. I'll, only thing I'll say is that their kids uh, weren't the ones that threw up. Did you guys see San Andreas? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we saw, we saw Inside Out. It was great. Let me tell you what. I saw San Andreas. Good. Was it great? It was great for the state of mind I was in when I went. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, check out all the other podcasts there. Podswallow.com for the home feeds and all kinds of great stuff. You can catch the Blank Slate on... Oh, God. It's where I need to reach. Twitter at Blank Slate Pod and email us at BlankSlatePodcast at gmail.com. Any last thoughts, Tony? No last thoughts. Take care, guys. Tope, any last thoughts? Uh, LeBron James is 0-4 when Mark Jackson calls the finals. So we can blame Mark Jackson for all this. Mama, there goes that man. And that man needs to go back to the bench so LeBron can win a fucking title. Man... You know, I have to go kill Mark Jackson, and I love Mark Jackson. Uh. <laughs> Definitely the weakest of the three guys in the booth. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Mike Breen. I, I want to hang out with Mike Breen. What a, what a great guy. Total gem. Wonderful. Van Gundy, I know eventually he's going to return to coaching, and we're going to miss him when it happens. I... Who's he gonna coach? He's he's like he's like the NBA's <laughs> Bill Cower, right? Like it's just like every year it's like, oh, maybe he's gonna come back. No, nah, he's good. Seems like he doesn't want to coach. Yeah, good for him. And Mark Jackson will be coaching like the Kings in two years. <laughs> if that. If that. Uh yeah. Alrighty. Well, for Tony, for Tope, this is Mullet signing out for the blank slate. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later. All Warriors fans, choke on a dick. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment. Akron, we deserve everything we get.